Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Pittsburgh Steeler fans, this is Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you again with another Mike Tomlin press conference recap. If I sound a little bit weird to you today, it's because I sound a little bit weird today. Uh, If you can't tell, my voice is hanging on by a thread, but I'm going to do my best to give you the highlights of this press conference. There's got to be more highlights of this press conference than there was from the Steelers game Sunday because there was not really any highlights to speak of there. Um, and as Coach Tomlin said when he started off, he said it wasn't our day. It, it it just it wasn't our day. But you're the ones making it, whether or not it's your day. I have to I have to say out there. But I mean, he just acknowledged that so many things that they needed to do right, they did not do right, and so many things that they couldn't do wrong, they did wrong. They needed to win the turnover battle, and they lost it poorly. You know, they didn't get any takeaways. They turned the ball over three times. It turned into 17 points for the Chiefs. And that alone was enough to win the game, let alone the other points they generated not off turnovers. These were things that Coach Tomlin was highlighting. He really did uh, make sure he pointed out those 17 points. I mean, think about it. If the Steelers get those 17 points off of turnovers and don't turn a ball over at all, you're looking at an extremely close and honestly tied game if you look at it strictly by the numbers, but that's not how it works. That's not how it plays out. But still, that's a big difference in the game. Uh, When you're going in, what ultimately did end up being a double-digit underdog by the time the game rolled around, uh, you can't lose the turnover battle by three on the road in a game like that. But um, Coach Tomlin says it's time to, to you know to shake off the the baggage and the stank of everything and move on. 
you know, because you still got to play the Cleveland Browns on Monday night. So he said when it comes to the Browns that they are extending the beginning of their week rather than the end of their week by having the extra day. Sometimes, you know, you, you, you basically start off your week, how you would normally start it off, you know, with a, with a practice on Wednesday, you know, but then you get an extra practice thrown in there with what you would do towards the end of the week and add more things there with the number of players coming off of injury, coming off COVID and things of that nature. Coach Tomlin says they are extending the beginning of their week in order for those players to have more of a chance to work their way back. Um, like it or don't like it, it, it does kind of make sense if that's your reasoning behind it. Bottom line is they got to get ready to play the Browns. So Coach Tomlin did bring up and talk about it, and he was asked about it a bunch. Um, did a lot of having to repeat himself from things that he'd already said based on his questions, so I won't highlight all of them. But about Adrian Clem and his departure, um, said that it was a, you know about, a, I think later on he said it was about a week ago. Um, I'll make sure I throw that in there that he said that um, that he made the call to let him go now. And part of that was that they're, this is going to give them, you know, two weeks to evaluate SEMO. In case you're wondering who SEMO is, that's um, that was the assistant offensive line coach, Chris Morgan, who has been, uh, he was the offensive, the, the main offensive line coach for the Atlanta Falcons for, for some time. He has a lot of NFL experience. Uh, he was the assistant coach. This allows them to, to get a little bit more of a, uh, of in job, uh, you know, in or maybe in stadium um, evaluation uh, of him over the last two weeks to see how they're wanting to go with that position moving forward in the offseason. Coach Tomlin mentioned the injuries. He didn't really talk about anyone specifically. I mean, he mentioned names, but he didn't talk about what he expected other than giving the extra day in hopes to get these guys back. He specifically mentioned Pat Frermuth going through the concussion protocol. He specifically mentioned Kevin Dotson coming off IR, you know, working those two guys back. That would be great to have both of those guys back this week. He also mentioned guys that were injured in game like Green and Turner. They'll get an extra day to heal in order to try to start their process coming back. Coach Tomlin did not mention any players that missed the game due to injury, such as uh, Chris Wormley. Um, I'm trying to think of the other in, um, injured ones I know um, because I'm, my mind's mixing up. Well, it was Pat Fairmuth was the other other main one um, because a lot of the guys were also you know dealing with with being on the COVID lists. And he specifically said the COVID guys like Devin Bush give that extra day to get through their protocol in order to try to get back. So that's why they're they're attacking the week um, this way, and it's giving the coaching staff basically the extra day, the extra time to develop their their game plan um, that they're going to implement. He talked about the Browns. He didn't go too much in, in depth with everything because they're a familiar opponent. You know, he talked about the normal things. He's like, you can't let Miles Garrett wreck the game. You can't let him wreck the game because um, he is a game record. You you have to know where he is at all times and things like that. And he's And on offense, he really highlighted you have to stop the run. He said Nick Chubb is awesome, and that's what he said uh, that uh, about that. And, I mean, even if you can't stay the Cleveland Browns, you have to admit they've got a pretty good running back. He's he's a pretty good running back. So the, you have to um, try to 
to contain him as much as possible. And there was a lot of that brought up in the questions, which they got to the questions pretty quickly this time. So um, he was asked, like I said, he was asked a lot about Adrian Clem. That's when he said it was about a week ago that all this started. Um, and then ultimately um, it was, it was his decision to allow him to go ahead and go now. And that gives them a chance to better evaluate coach Morgan. Um, he doesn't ex, um doesn't um oh he no, sorry he was asked if he expected Cleveland to do something different with their run game since the last time the Steelers played them they were able to contain it somewhat the last time the Steelers held an opponent under 100 yards rushing was against the Browns so um they were asking if he expects it to for them to do something different and his answer was actually kind of funny he's like um because it was Jerry Dulock who asked he's like uh, if you get a chance to talk to coach Stefanski this week please ask him that question so that way we know what to do um because in other words that's you know well you got to see what the Browns are going to do in order to try to see if they can get running more against the Steelers or if they think they can just say hey we're going to line up behind our fantastic you know multi-pro bowl offensive line and hand it off to our awesome running back and say, stop us. Well, you know, we'll, we'll see how it, how it goes. Um, he was asked about not scoring in the first half. And it was kind of interesting because the question was, <laughs> it was, um, it was a Didi Kinkabala who asked the question and was basically saying, and please don't give us the standard answer of, I'm like, I thought the way she, <laughs> the way she asked the question, I expected him to just kind of shut it down and not say anything. Um, but he didn't surprisingly. Um, I thought it was kind of disrespectful the way uh, he was spoken to in that, in that manner, but I digress. But what he said is that actions solve the problem, not words. You know, you can say what's going on all you want to with why the Steelers aren't scoring in the first half and, and this is what they need to do and they need to execute better and things like that. But he's like saying it doesn't matter. You have to go out and do it. You have to go out and do it. So um, he was asked about it being Ben Roethlisberger's last home game, as many expect. Um, and he basically, you know, handling that and coach Tomlin didn't deny that, that, that it's like, oh, well, we don't know if it's not, he didn't say anything of the, uh, of the source. He said that Ben has done really well this year with handling all of this and that they just kind of follow his lead, you know, not, not making too big of a deal over things and make sure they're pre preparing for the, for the teams that they need to need to prepare for and taking care of it that way. And that he's handled it very well. Um, he was asked specifically about his wide receivers and things, and he just basically said he thought they've done a nice job this year um, with, with things that they've asked them to do. He was asked about Matt Canada's learning curve coming from the college ranks this first time calling plays in the pro pros. And it, it's funny, fans aren't going to want to hear this, but he says he's, he doesn't have any problems with, with Coach Canada and what he's been trying to do because – uh, you know, as someone who was a former coach myself, I understand that you try to get plays out there and do things that work and not every play works because what do you know that other team's supposed to do? Their, their job is to also, you know, come up with plays to try to stop your plays. And sometimes your plays work better than their plays. And sometimes their plays work better than your plays. And uh, you don't just expect someone to come in and run and, and run a play that every single time it just works flawlessly. It just, that's, the expectations of that is, is crazy. Um, but what coach Tomlin was saying is like, yeah, there's going to be a learning curve no matter what you do. He says, if you're the equipment manager for a college team and you become the equipment manager of a pro team, there's going to be differences in that, you know, and he talked about many, you know, different things through it. 
with, with football that if you go from the college to the pros, there's going to be a learning curve no matter what, no matter what the position is, even if it's just, um, like you said, the, the uh, equipment manager, um, that there's still going to be that, that learning curve. So it was to be expected. Um, he also was talked he was asked a question about Ben Roethlisberger and his time with him and everything. And he said, you know, I've had, you know, 15 years of Ben Roethlisberger as a quarterback, but now is not the time to talk about Ben's legacy. Now is the time to focus on taking on the Cleveland Browns on Monday night football and doing everything you can to, for this team to, to, to get another win and stay in contention. And he's exactly right. There'll be time for that, for talk of those things with Ben Roethlisberger later. Um, he was, he was asked about, um, about the young guys, um, and you know, their, their preparation for the Browns and things like that. And I love it because he used his famous nameless gray faces. Um, but he says, it's not really about the opponent with those guys. It's more about their growth. And that's when he said, you know, it doesn't matter the nameless gray faces on the other side. It's more about them getting better more than dealing with who they're going across from um, with when it comes, especially to the young guys. Um, he was asked about Presley Harvin and his availability. Um, he said that he knows that there's there's going to be services coming up soon. They're in communication with him, but they'll see, you know, he's like, and he was said that, you know, they have Corliss Waitman, did a nice job. It'll be, give him a chance to be in practice. And I want to remind people, I'm pretty sure that the rules did not change, that when you sign a player off of another team's practice squad, which they did with Corliss Waitman because he was on the Patriots practice squad, you've got to pay him for three weeks anyway because uh, you're supposed to keep them on the roster for three weeks because you're going to pay them as if they're on the roster for three weeks. Um, and if the Steelers don't really need the 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 roster spot, you know, you know, we'll see. There's no reason to, they're basically going to have him for the rest of the season um, to see how everything works out there. Um, but right now they're more, they're more worried about doing right by Presley Harvin and that life is more important than what's going on right now that they, they've got it covered. They're there for him and they'll just keep in, in communication with him moving forward. Um, he was asked about Stefan Tuitt again, which was nice because he hasn't been for a couple of weeks because there was a report that he won't play this season. Um, and Coach Tomlin, in typical fashion, says he has nothing to say about anybody not not currently practicing with the team that is on injured reserve. So, in other words, he's not talking about Tuitt. He's not talking about Ebron. He's not talking about anybody else um, from that aspect. And that's that. So, in other words, without saying anything – he said a lot. Um, he was asked again about Dan Moore Jr. You know, being matched up a lot of one-on-one against Miles Garrett the last time. And um, he was just, Coach Hallman says, you know, you got to pay attention to Miles Garrett. You got to see where he is. You got to see which side he lines up on. You've got to know where he is. And when there's approximately 70 snaps in a game, there's going to be times where you're just going to have to take him one-on-one. And you're just going to have to do what you can do. And he even brought up an example of a few weeks ago where in against Baltimore, he was lined up one-on-one with, with Alejandro Villanueva and Garrett gets a strip sack. You know, game-changing play. So bottom line is, it's a big task for anyone, but sometimes it's just, you can't, there's going to be a time where it's where that's just inevitably going to happen. And you just ask the guys, you know, you know, step up and, and, and do what you're expected to do. Um, he was asked about how they play, especially to start uh, at home versus the road. 
Um, and basically what he was saying, he's like, we've got one of the best home environments in the NFL. That is a big advantage for us. So Heinz Field, Steelers Nation, all that stuff. He's excited to be there on Monday Night Football um, and that they are and that and that the well, so we hope the crowd is for them and not against them. Um, he was asked about Cleveland secondary. Um, he says one of the things that they do that allows them to to make some more splash plays is in their their defensive style is they keep their eyes on the quarterback. So tip balls don't just fall harmlessly to the ground because so much of their secondary has their eyes on the quarterback when the when the ball comes out and it and it and it gets tipped. He even brought up an example where it was tipped twice once by the once by the receiver once by the defender and then someone else was able to come up and swoop in and, and make the interception. That that's one of the the key things for them and. The last question was about um, reproducing the run defense um, from when they played Cleveland the last time. Um, Are they going to be able to do that? And Coach Tallman said, even if he could explain it, he wouldn't say it. He's not going to tell them what they're going to do. But uh, bottom line is, that's going to be the key to the game. They've got to step up and and, and be able to shut down that run. Um, To me, on on a personal note, this comes – the Steelers have not had success running the ball. The Cleveland Browns have had a lot of success running the ball, but to me, teams play them both the same on defense, you know, to a certain degree. And that is, they say, we're not going to let you beat us with the run. We're going to make your quarterback have to beat us. That it appears that that's how teams are playing the Steelers. They want, you know, they're going to, they're not going to let Ben Roethlisberger just throw short and the Steelers run the ball. They're going to make him throw it longer. And until he does that, then the Steelers aren't going to have success. And it's kind of the same deal with, with, with Cleveland. Um, That a lot like, a a lot of times, you know, Steeler fans know, and now Browns fans are also starting to realize it is that, um, the best thing that that team can do is take the ball out of their quarterback's hands um, and try to win it another way just because that's who he is. But that was everything from Coach Tallman's press conference. Um, we'll be back again next week with with another one going into the final week of the regular season. Uh, make sure you're checking out all the podcasts that we have here behind the steel curtain. Uh, sorry, if, once again, sorry if I sounded funny, but uh, I actually made it through the whole thing. I really did with my voice. So uh, make sure you're checking out behindthesteelcurtain.com. Uh, what really is your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. We've got all kinds of crazy content going on there. And like I said, just even if you're if you're an Apple podcast person and you just subscribe to the channel, you'll get all our podcasts sent to you right there. You you can pick and choose which ones uh, you want to listen to, and hopefully maybe you'll check them all out. Um, and I, I can't finish it out unless I say what I always do, go Steelers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.